Nerd Talk. Dork Talk. Real Talk. The coolest podcast ever. The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. This is what I live for. Hey, hey, what up? It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. Me? I'm hurting a bit over here. First of all, I'm sick. And I, I don't know if you've been in this situation. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm on the tail end or if I, or if this is just the beginning, like it's going to get real bad. Like my throat's been itchy for a few days. It's been a long week at work. So I have a couple of days off. I figured I'd be good after a couple of days of uh, resting up, being off my feet, but nope, still feel pretty much the same. Developed a bit of a cough this morning so it could... I could wake up tomorrow feeling like a, well, never like a million bucks, more like 150 bucks, I guess. I could feel, you know, healthy again tomorrow, physically anyway, not so much mentally. I feel physically healthy tomorrow, or I could feel physically way the hell worse than I feel right now. And not to do a throwaway, you know, mentally, I know a joke about that, but seriously, struggling with some mental stuff recently. I'm combating it. I have some uh, methods I've developed recently hopefully it holds up that's nothing new and everybody gets sick so it happens i guess this isn't new either but i'm real really hurting though because i think my days of being buddies with a girl i've mentioned on here a couple times probably more than a few times natasha i think that's i think it's it i think we've run our course and uh it's a shame Because I thought about it the other day, and I'm like, holy shit, I've known this girl for the past four years. That's no short amount of time. Don't get me wrong, we're we're not like besties spending our our weeks together and stuff. We just see each other at work. But we do have our little little personal time, you know, we take 15-20 minutes uh, per, per shift that we're there, and we just hang out and we talk. A lot of nothing. You know, she's not the most supportive person in the world. I, you know, I speak my mind and a lot of times she's not, you know, giving me a whole lot. But on the flip side, she, you know, goes through her, her issues and her problems and I'm there. I'm trying to help her out the best I can. I don't know. We've, we've stopped talking or at least I've, I've stopped going over there just because I don't really want to get into the details. I guess I probably shouldn't get into the details, but it sucks. But this is the way it's got to be. I think we got to stop talking. You know, I'm sure... You know, if I really wanted to, I could wait a while and then just pretend like nothing happened. Go back to the way it used to be. You know, I'm sure we can patch it up with some duct tape and denial and once again set sail on this rickety-ass boat built on lies and lip service and empty promises. There's We could do that, but what the hell's the point? Because you know with any shabbily put together raft that sucker's going down and it's gonna go down at the worst possible time it's not gonna be like in shallow waters where you can turn around and swim back to safety well i mean athletic people can swim back to safety you drive me anywhere in water i'm going straight to the bottom 
And then when after I die, my fat ass will surface right back to the top. But you know, this shitty old raft is going to get to the middle of the ocean and then sink in the deep water where the sharks are. And I'm, I'm not trying to do therapy session here today. You know, part of me is considering, oh, maybe let's talk it out. Let's go pros and cons. Because there's a lot of unpleasant in life anyway. So at least with Natasha, she's a beautiful woman. You know, we give each other a lot of hugs. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that makes us both feel better. But what's the point? Let's not get into that. I've considered that. And it really is a temporary band-aid solution for things. Let's go... Let's move on. Let's let's go find someone to live for in this world. And as much as I'd love to have her around for the rest of my life, it's not happening. So let's not even delay the inevitable. Let's just nip it at the bud. Call it a day. Remember the good stuff. Get on with life. Because no matter how sad and damaged you are, life goes on. It's not like the Kenny Ho Show. I can't... Life doesn't run on my schedule. Work doesn't run on my schedule. No matter how sad I am, gotta show up to work. You got a job to do. People don't give a shit what's going on in your personal life. All that matters is they pay for a service. They expect you to deliver. And hey, I'm not a boy anymore. I've weathered a few storms in my day and I've learned, and I'm sure you know this as well, everything passes. No matter how shitty... Any one thing that happens to you, or even a series of things happen to you, even if you've had months and years of, of, uh, I don't know about torture, but like, you know, maybe something in that vein, you know, uh, being picked on or uh, being abused in some way, shape or form, no matter how bad that is, once you get out of there, it may take time. There's going to be a lot of complications along the way, probably, but it all passes. The good, the bad, the ugly, it all passes. It all comes and goes, and it all comes and goes in uh, cycles and waves. So it really is just about not letting yourself get too high and not letting yourself get too low. Kind of just go through life without meaning, without purpose, without drive. Survive. That's real talk for today. That, that's my advice for you for today. I'll see you next time. On a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. I should probably even do that one day. See if anyone says anything. See if anyone cares. See if the listens on my show are actual listens or like bots. Bots sent from God himself to be like, yeah, I gotta give him some uh, fake listens so he doesn't kill himself. I don't want to deal with him up here, you know? I feel like he would enjoy it too much down below. But what was I saying? I was saying, time heals all wounds. I'll get over this eventually. Don't get me wrong, it's a suck. This is kind of uncharted territory. I've never had a girl in my life for four years, and then she's not there. Well, I mean, that's part of the, the awkwardness is we both still work there, so we see each other once or twice a, a shift. Because I think with anyone else, with everyone else, it's been out of sight, out of mind, right? She's going to be in sight and on my mind, I guess. But we'll see. Maybe we'll do an update in a couple weeks. Like, the only solace I take from this, like, why I think I'll make it through this is, I look back at Tiffany Alvord. Remember that? Like, remember how bad it was? Remember how suicidal I sounded? More so than usual? Which is quite suicidal. Because on most shows, like, don't you sometimes walk away from this show thinking, 
That guy is one YouTube how to tie a noose search away from removing himself from this plane of existence, right? But like, remember how bad it was? There was, as far as I was concerned, no point to life anymore. I'm like, oh, well, this was supposed to be like an end game here. This was supposed to be something I, I drove towards for years and years. But somehow, you know, I fluked my way to getting a gig on this, uh, this serious satellite show. And then I managed to be wily enough to rope myself an interview with Tiffany Alvord, speeding up that process. And it went really sideways. What do I do? This is what I was supposed to drive towards for the next 10 years. It happened now and I failed. What do I do? But now, never even think of her. Honestly, like she has a new song. I don't even think it's new at this point. I think it's like a few months old. I will never be your girlfriend or something. Which is like, wait, is that towards me? Did you write that for me? Are you rubbing it in? What is this? Did you you send me a rope? It's a box of razors? I'm confused, Tiffany. What what do you want me to do with this stuff? Say, I've never streamed her song, the new song. I haven't watched one of her videos, honestly. Like maybe a couple months after the interview. Had to wean myself off of her. Didn't watch any of those. Uh, sometimes I listen to her old music. I still like that stuff. It doesn't go away that it's music I like. But whereas I used to listen to it like every single day, now, meh. Maybe once a month, twice. If I got nothing better to do. But my woes tend to keep me company, tend to keep me distracted and occupied. So usually just once a month I listen to some old Tiffany Alvord. In fact, at this point, the only time I look at Tiffany Alvord ever is not on her Twitter, which I used to do daily, nightly, mostly nightly because she tweeted a lot like in the middle of the night. That was one of the things I put my foot in my mouth about, but I don't want to I don't want to get into that business tried to be funny but just came off as a douche i don't go on her website anymore i have no interest in buying any of her merch and giving her more money from old kenny i don't even look at her instagram anymore mostly because she's got like a new guy and there's a lot of pictures of them like being romantic together I'm like, i don't need to see this i don't need to do this to myself i don't need to look at this you know uh studly dude and be like oh i guess you know that's what she was going for not old kenny here I accept defeat. I don't need to be doing that type of stuff to myself. No, rather, the only time I ever look her up is on Reddit. Why? Because, unlike Instagram, where I have to see all these pictures of this lucky son of a bitch that gets to give Tiffany Alver the old hoinky poinky poinky to, there are people out there who can only be described as complete perverts who filter out all the crap who filter out all the filler stuff, the stuff I don't want to see, and strictly put the sexiest Tiffany Alvord pictures on there. Stuff I would never look for myself even back in the day. Like, one guy, like, made one of those GIFs, GIFs, what are they called? Like, the moving video. But it was, like, zoned in on Tiffany Alvord's uh, hoo-hoo's bouncing around in a bikini in some commercial. I'm like, even if I wanted to do that, I don't have the technological know-how to... Zone in on the money there. And, but it's not just about the hoo-hoos. I also find some of the comments on these Reddit threads to be quite hilarious. Namely, the ones from these white knight douchebags who are there being like, You are disgusting to think of Tiffany Alford like this, to look at her like this. And my response to these guys is, Dear white knight douchebag, So, why are you gay? 
Like, are you, are you serious, dude? I understand. Tiffany Alvord sounds great. Voice of an angel. But she's a YouTuber. Don't tell me for a second. Oh, I discovered her on the radio. I just like her voice. Get the hell out of here. Why are you, like, do you think she's going to see these comments and be like, oh, he stood up for me. I'm going to love him. No. If you look like a Rudy Poo candy ass, she ain't going to love you. You got to look like the guy who she's making out with on her Instagram. Like, I get defending a girl who you're, like, dating. If I am ever so lucky to date a beautiful woman and she walks around wearing next to nothing and guys are, like, coming on her, wolf whistling, well, I might step up and, and do something, but I don't know what. I, I should probably... Nah, I don't need to do the research. This will probably never be a thing. Like, you know, my if I ever have a wife or, or daughter or anything, of course, I want to keep them safe and sound and covered up and modest and such. But outside of that, honestly... Almost to the T. If they're not related to me and they're not a loved one, 100% of the time I want to see them wearing. If they're a hot girl, you bet your ass I want to see them as close to naked as humanly possible, if not flat out nude. Now don't get me wrong, I would understand if they're like weird creep shots, like, you know, like taken against her consent or something like that. I understand. It'd be like, okay, okay. Um, I still wouldn't go on there and be like, you guys are disgusting. Let's be let's be completely honest here. I'd still look. I wouldn't be proud of it, but I'm still looking. But here's the thing. Not only is she posting these things herself, a different company is also posting it because she got paid. And I understand, like, just because somebody pays you doesn't mean they own you or something or they could do uncool stuff. But she knew what she was getting into. Here's a girl who years ago posted on her Twitter. She's like, man, I love my beach body, but... You guys are never going to see it because I'm modest. I'm a lady. I'm just going to wear my one pieces. Not going to be showing this off to the world. Lo and behold, years later, her, her music tanks. And she's like, what else do I got? This hot bod. Let's show it off. Let's sell out. And that's what she did. So I understand where, you know, some of these people, much like myself back in the day, were lost and and uh, under some sort of false pretense that, you know, you know, I could be friends with Tiffany Alvord, maybe more than even friends with Tiffany Alvord. She's not yours to protect, bro. Plain and simple. Just look at the hoo-hoos like a regular dude and get on with your day. She posted those knowing what she was doing knowing the path it would lead her down. She knew damn well this is exactly what would happen. This is why she didn't do it early on when she was trying to project a a wholesome image out there. But now, times are tough. In desperate times, it calls for desperate measures. But you gotta know, if you're selling your soul to the devil, you should definitely know there's gonna be one hell of an unpleasant price to come with it. And this is it. So, white knights, shut the hell up. Don't ruin this for the rest of us. What the hell was I talking about? How, why did I get off and onto a Tiffany Alvord tangent? Alright, wasn't I saying, oh yeah, yeah, this all comes back to the whole Natasha saga. That's gonna suck. But you know what else sucked? Cutter Girl. Losing Cutter Girl. That was horrible, remember? I don't know, did I even talk about that during when it happened on the show? Or was that during an era where I'm like, let's be professional, let's, let's keep it all pop. Let's keep it all about the entertainment business and make my jokes about that. Nobody cares about the real me. They just want to hear the jokes. And that may be true. But that was during a time where I thought this show could be something huge, something big. But now, hey man, I'm more realistic. I want to talk about what I want to talk about. More importantly right now, what I need to talk about. I need to get this stuff off my chest. And right now, I need to verbally remind myself 
I survived Cutter Girl saying, hey, you're not good enough to be around me. Hit the road, Jack. I'm like, my name's not Jack, though. She's like, oh, what is it? Uh, Kenny, ah, hit the road. Honestly, I wasn't listening. I'm like, oh, goddamn, goddamn. Like, I'm not even in love with Natasha. I mean, I love her in a way as much as, you know, someone as damaged and broken as uh, I am is capable of loving a girl. But, oh, hell yeah, I was deeply in love with uh, Cutter Girl. She is, to this date, the most unique, different, and just, like, gorgeous. She's not the best-looking woman I've ever met, but she definitely passed for gorgeous. And as a combination, she was definitely number one in my books. And when I lost her, I'm like... Oh shit, that was it. That's the one that got away. And she probably is still the one that got away. Or at least I thought she was until recently. I honestly, past few years, really haven't thought of her. I check in on her social media every now and then just to make sure she's cool. Not that I could really do anything about her. Like uh, She definitely blocked me on Facebook. Um, I guess I could tweet at her, but there's no reason to anymore. Like She's, she's definitely gone on to be in a better place for herself mentally. Because back in the day, we could go toe-to-toe. Who is pound-for-pound more batshit crazy? She or I? But looks like she's turned the tide. I don't know. I guess I've gotten a bit better. In some ways, worse than others, I suppose. But yeah, once I'm like, oh, she's good. I've, I've definitely pulled myself way out of there. I don't really think of her anymore. I mean, I still work at the same place where we met. So sometimes I'll walk by where she used to work. And it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like... Like you see in the movies, is like a ghost of somebody, you know? I look there and it's, I could see her there. And then a moment later, she, like I realize, oh, nobody's there. But that's happened way the hell less. It almost never happens now. But, you know, early on, it's like every single time I walk by there. Now, don't really think of her. Don't really, I don't know. It's not that I don't care about her, but uh, like I'm indifferent. Like if she's doing great, great. If she's not, uh, I can't really care either. Especially now she's turned into one of these borderline insta hoes. Yeah, I looked up her Instagram the other day. It used to be like a like a, an art page where she it was just like she would draw and doodle and put those up, and that's why I fell in love with her. She's like she was like unique and talented and, and well sweet and beautiful, of course. But I was more attracted to her talent than anything. And now it turns out her true talent is swinging around on a pole that's right not that she's become you know like a full-on stripper because i would tell you that story like i would have brought the mic to the damn club i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna record every every feeling that's going through my body right now as much like tiffany alvord even though i don't really care about her at this point i still want to see i'm not a monk I still don't mind seeing a little who and ha. And on her Instagram, I'm seeing way more than I ever saw back in the day. Like, she's become like a fitness slash travel uh, Instagram account. Even though, like, there's like two travel uh, pictures on there. I'm like, ah, I don't think you, I guess you've technically traveled. But I think, like, travel blogs, like, ha- they travel, like, all the time. Like, every every week, every month, at least. But or whatever, you do you is, you, you know... How people view you is no longer my my responsibility or concern. Yeah, back in the day, you know, she was just so unique and different. And now, in every picture, she's just like, you know, you know the type. It's like a mirror selfie or whatever. And she's like popping her hip, showing her ass. 
I'm like, hey, who am I to judge? You're doing what you got to do and what you want to do in life. Great. But I'm neither happy nor sad for you anymore. I'm happy that this doesn't bother me anymore, that you're doing great. You're, you know, in the best shape of your life. And I'm just not interested anymore. So, I mean, if I could survive that, I could survive this. Granted, I knew Cutter Girl for, I don't know, like one year tops. Less than that, I think. I think I knew her for maybe six, seven months. As I said, Natasha, I've known her for four years. I haven't been trying to date her, but maybe that's worse because I'm like, I actually care about you. I'm not trying to give it a hibbity dibbity do. She had me for real, like my emotion, my real emotions. I might be in trouble. Nah, I get over it. I'll be fine. I got my jokes to keep me warm at night, which I should probably get to. Not that I have any like written jokes. I'm just, you know what? I had a bunch of stuff I want to talk about, but I've been ranting for a while. Let's do two episodes, but this can't be a strictly almost therapeutic episode. Let's, let's talk a little pop culture. Let's get back to the business. Remember the Kenny Ho show was started as a, as an arrow and, uh, was that called agents of shield podcast? Haven't watched Arrow in at least two or three seasons. I don't even know if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still a thing. But the Arrowverse is thriving. I know that. There's Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning. And I think there's like a couple cartoon ones now too. I don't know what's going on in any of those shows other than Supergirl where they've recently casted... Well, not recently, but they've recently released a photo of their Lex Luthor. Did I talk about this when they cast the dude? Uh, Alan from Two and a Half Men. I know I, I was outraged when I saw it. Don't know if I was outraged on Mike when I saw it. Because when I heard that news, I'm like, what the hell? Is this for real? They have like the lovable loser who's frugal, who has a son he hates, who has no luck with any woman now playing quite the opposite. Lex Luthor, in what every single depiction, no matter what variance there is, is always like a smart, handsome, capable dude. He's not always rich, but he's always capable. He's always like a badass villain who could take down the Man of Steel, the invincible Superman. So how the hell did this happen? And now that I've seen the first, I'll put it up on thekennyhoshow.com so you can see it too. But now that I've seen the photo, I'm definitely like, yeah, I wasn't wrong. What the hell is this? This guy is not intimidating at all. Like everybody, for whatever reason, loves the Gene Hackman version of of Lex Luthor. I thought that was the worst part of the, the original movies. Like, I know you're supposed to revere who it is, Gene Hackman. You're supposed to revere that movie, which I do. I love that movie. But mostly because Christopher Reeve's a badass. Richard Donner did a great job with uh, directing. And the special effects were amazing for the time. They kind of held up like 10, 15 years ago when I was like really into Superman. But their Lex Luthor never did. Because I was watching that show during Smallville. Michael Rosenbaum is the greatest Lex Luthor of all time. Of all time! He's the goat of Lex Luthors. And I don't know why they even bothered bringing Lex in. Like, is he going to be a bumbling idiot? Is that what they're going with? Or is this a ruse to once again be like, the world is female or whatever the hell they say now? The future is female? What the hell are you talking about? As far as I'm concerned, the world has always been female. Since I can remember, I've been trying to catch the eye of a pretty girl. Try to impress her, try to get her to hold my hand and let me caress her beautiful bosom. 
world's always been female. But basically, it just hit me. I'm like, because Lena Luthor on that show was a badass. Love that character. They picked a really, they picked the right actress to do that. So are they bringing in Lex to be the bumbling idiot brother? They kind of be like, he's a screw up. I'm the real deal. Oh, I really hope they don't do that. Because I like Melissa Benoist or Benoit, however you say her last name. I think she's got like the mo- one of the most prettiest smiles in the game. Like next to Lizzie Olsen, her smile's number one. So it's number two then. It just, just hit me. All I'm trying to say is nepotism's a bitch. Because I'm pretty sure CW and CBS are connected. So pretty sure this guy got the gig, at least the audition, because of his two and a half men ties. He probably knew a couple of execs over there. He's like, I'm not doing anything. I need a gig. Anything will do. They're like, well, we're trying to cast this bumbling idiot of Lex Luthor. He's like, I'm your man. Because like this guy's never done serious, right? He was in Pretty in Pink and stuff. He's never been a serious actor. This cannot go well. I am not looking forward to this. Believe it or not, I don't look forward to train wrecks. I hate myself. I'm a self-sabotager, but I never like it when it happens, when things go go to hell in a handbag, like my friendship with Natasha. Ah, oh, boy. It's going to be a rough little while, if not a long while, for old Kenny. Well, wish me luck. Keep me in your, your prayers and... Um, I don't know, the like sa- satanic offerings, the like positive things happen. Like, I don't know, should I care that my good luck comes from the big boy upstairs or the big fella downstairs? Is that, I don't know. I'm not selling my soul. Don't get, don't get it twisted. But if you're into that shit anyways, you know, maybe help, help old Kenny become a stud. Nah, actually, probably shouldn't do that. Just, you know, keep me out of it on second thought. Cause if I get, if I become studly, the show ends. I mean, we'll go like five episodes where I'm like, oh my gosh, I was doing this and this and this with this girl and she didn't call the police. But that would get lame real fast. I suffer for my art. Yes, in this scenario, this is art, I guess. All right, let's do another episode. I'll talk to you soon. Until then, have a good one. Take care of yourself. Elizabeth Olsen, I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles! Toodles!